All right, so got the one hockey game on that's on. I don't think anything else is on yet. No, Preds start at 7 o'clock and Flames and Ducks at 7.30. I just finished a video, which is probably going to be way too long for people's likings. I don't normally do those longer videos anymore. I just I, I feel like this has been coming for a while, probably. The whole argument over dinosaurs versus the new game. The new game, you dinosaurs. You gotta stop this crap. You know, if if somebody thinks that what Lucic did last night is okay, that doesn't make them a dinosaur. Just like if somebody thinks that what Lucic did isn't okay, it doesn't make them a sissy, mean that they wear a skirt, or that they're trying to turn it into a women's game. Have people who say that met women? Women scare me a lot of the time. More than men. Women are terrifying on occasion. Um... Because it'll just come out of nowhere. You'll be like, what's up? Nothing. Oh, something's up. See, if if your friend thinks something's up, your friend will tell you, what's up? Well, you're a dick. That's what's up. See, your guy friend will tell you. The, the girlfriend, not so much. you got to dig for it. And then when you find out what's bugging her, she'll explode. And then suddenly she's telling you about crap you did eight, nine, ten months ago that you forgot all about. Women are terrifying. The idea of turning the game into a women's sport, can you imagine? You know, oh, Lucic, what was that hit for? Oh, you know what you did. I don't have a clue. What was that for? Remember March 26th of 2015? No! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to shake your hand, and you totally blew by me like a jerk. So that's, remember that? No! And then April of 2016, oh God, he's going to keep going. It's terrifying. If it turns into a women's game, it's terrifying. So just, I, I, I find it so baffling. And, and not only that, but I've watched women's hockey. And yeah, they can get really chippy. They can get quite uh, trippy and slashy and hooky. And, and they, they can get quite chippy. You watch an America versus Canada game, you know, U.S.-Canada game, you're, you're going to see some rough play. You're going to see some, some ladies that don't really like each other while the game's going on. They might respect themselves after, but not during the game. So it's it's this polarization thing, and I see it all the time in, in politics too, and, and obviously. But it's it's starting to take over all of society. And here I am, I'm trying to do videos every day where I can sort of understand both points. I can understand. You see your teammate get hit head first into the boards, you're upset. I got it. But you have to be controlled in your response. And then if you respond, you are responsible for that response. So if you cross that line and you go out there like, all right, I'm going to go out and cross that line, okay. But there's consequences, and there's consequences for that decided by officials or by the league. And I, I don't have a problem with the consequences. It's it's just really weird to me. I can't think of any other part of society where you do something that you know is against the rules and then there's consequences. They go, man, this is such a such a sissy move here. Just This is just wrong. Because, like, I mean, think about it. Anywhere. Anywhere other than sports. Where if you, you, you break the rules at school, you break the rules at work, you break the and then, you know, and then you get suspended for it. People are like, you know what? This is stupid. We should be able to get away with those things. No. And hockey players are at work. This is their workplace. Sure, it looks like fun. Well, no, it looks like sheer terror a lot of the time. But, you know, it looks like fun. Other than, you know, broken legs and broken shoulders and everything. Hockey players are the toughest 
toughest athletes on planet Earth, I think, other than Aussie Rules Football. Let's be honest, Aussie Rules Football is completely populated with crazy people. But that's why I don't understand this whole, the game's made, made for sissies now. There's so much skill. The, the, the skating is faster. The players are generally bigger than what they were 15, 20 years ago, especially what they were back in the 80s. And you, you try it. Track down footage of a game from the 80s and just look how much smaller the players are, look how much, how much smaller the goalies are, how much slower the game is, how the game didn't have any um, structure. There's no defensive structure in the 80s. That wasn't a thing. Didn't exist. What's defensive structure? What is this defense you speak of? We only speak offense. Which made the old guys in, in, when I was a young kid angry. Back in my day, you had to play defense. Look at these kids out there skating around, scoring five, six goals a game. This is ridiculous. This isn't hockey. And now I'm old enough to hear people saying, I remember hockey back in the 80s. That was real hockey. No, not according to people who watched hockey in the 50s. It wasn't. That wasn't the real hockey. The hockey in the 50s was hockey. Gordy Howe was a real man. He'd put his elbow through your eye socket. And, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's so weird to me that we're this far out from that era and now I'm hearing people talk about the 80s as if they were the the 50s and someday decades decades down the road people who grew up in this era will be telling kids then I tell you there are a bunch of sissies now back in our day you'd only get 20 games for that now you get a whole season the NHL is trying to grow itself in, in the U.S. and trying to grow itself internationally. They're not just going over and playing games in Finland or Sweden or Switzerland or Japan or China just because they feel like it. They want to make money. They want to find ways to make money on the global markets. So you, you clean up the game. And cleaning up the game means, yes, there are going to be some players who, who are going to end up kind of being squeezed by the game being changed. But I remember when they cracked down on hooking and holding, and it, it severely injured the career of Mike Ratchie. Ratchie had been seen as an excellent defensive defenseman. Hooking and holding. Can't do it anymore. Can't slow guys up coming through the neutral zone. And Ratchie was done. Uh, it's, it, it, was, it was too bad, and it was, it was rough for guys like him. But I can remember uh, guys like Robert Dirk, Dana Merzen, who weren't flayed afoot, that would not have been uh, NHL-level defensemen by today's standards. And they were solid defensive guys back in their day. The game changes. The game evolves. Um, I, I, I look at the amount of enforcers who've had uh, depression problems, concussion-related or otherwise. I look at the number of um, enforcers who are no longer with us. Um, and, and honestly... I can understand the NHL and the direction they're going in. I can completely identify with the direction they're going in. I don't have a problem with it. And, uh, yeah, so even though I did a video on the topic, even though I, I just finished talking about this for 19 minutes, which means I don't think people are going to be happy with the length of the video, don't blame them at all. No problem, don't blame them. But it, it is one of those weird polarizing things. I don't understand why it has to be one or the other. Why do I have to be okay with all of the goonery or, or it means I'm automatically against all of it? Why is that a thing? Can I not have an opinion that differs from some that, that people will look at and go, oh, okay, well, he thinks this incident is bad without people saying, oh, well, that must mean you're, you're one of these people 
and equate me with others that say that fighting needs to be completely gone from the game. I don't think fighting will ever be completely gone from the game, but I don't think it has to be. Uh, last year we were down to 0.42 fights per game, or 0.37, I believe, one or the other. And honestly, that number's going to keep dropping. Um, you, you look at John Tortorella. Tortorella's upset that players are too friendly with each other on the ice, friendly with the opposition. I can understand that. That That is somewhat frustrating to me, too. Uh, it's, it is somewhat frustrating when your team is down 4-1 to one and you see them out there joking around with the other team. It's like, come on, guys, get it together. It's like the whole Senators thing. I'm, I'm not upset about the Senators venting about a, an assistant coach or a, a, a special teams coach. I'm upset that it got to this point where they're venting. Somebody hasn't been listening in practice for three weeks, and it's news. So now the Senators are going to do something about it only because this came out. For Senators fans who, who pay for season tickets, you want to see guys out on the ice making the effort. I've said this about the Canucks this year. I don't care if they win or lose. Make the effort, work hard, and I'll support you. I, I don't care about winning. I don't have a bandwagon that I jump on. I just want to see teams that work hard. Probably part of the reason I cheer for underdogs is because you can tell underdogs work pretty damn hard because they have to. But the, 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 the concept that Oh, it's just, it, it's such a pain sometimes. And the whole dealing with various fandoms and various factions of fandoms, and we've all got our websites where we, we can discuss fights and we can discuss all these plays that take place. And, and, and it's easy to, to take somebody's opinion and cast it aside because it's different, therefore they must be, insert name of insult here. Dinosaur, pacifist. There's no in-between, right? Maybe there is. Maybe there is. I want to see a team work hard. So with the Senators, what I saw last night against New Jersey, a team that worked hard, a team that now that this whole Uber thing is out there, they have to be accountable to each other, to management, and management has to have some hard conversations with players. And then it is up to Pierre Dorian how he deals with the fallout from there. And I, I said this in a video today, and I'm saying it again here. I think that Uber driver, sure, yeah, they want to fire him. Yeah, if they want to fire him, whatever, that's fine. This could be the best thing that happened to the Ottawa Senators this year. We're not talking about Eric Carlson, are we? Nope. Are we talking about Eugene Melnick and all this? Nope. Now we're talking about a subsection of players, six guys, I believe it's six or seven guys, who were in the Uber car. We are talking about uh, this incident, their special teams not being good enough. We've we've moved the topic. Now, it may sound to Ottawa fans like, oh, it's still more tire fire. Not really, because this is fixable. You can fix that special teams. You can fix the penalty kill. If you can get these guys to buy in and start listening at practice or start speaking up and giving an honest opinion at practice, fix that part of their game, get their defense in order, make it so... Craig Anderson isn't facing 45 shots a night. You've got a better chance of competing. And maybe, maybe a better chance of winning. So again, it's all a matter of how you look at it. So I can, I can both say I'm okay with this video having come out because I think it could help the Senators, and I can condemn it for coming out because it was wrong of the driver to let it out. You don't have to just be one or the other. You can understand both sides of the argument. So there you go. I try my best to see both sides of an argument. I've, I've done the both, same with politics, but you, you just get tagged 
you just you get tagged as either uh, being being a dinosaur or being a wuss. It's the exact same thing. You're you're a dinosaur. You're a wuss. It's sort of like you know down in the states. Either you want to kill all the babies or you want to save all the babies and kill what. Like it's it's just it's ridiculous. It is, and people don't listen to each other. I see it on the channel too. I do my best to mitigate it, and I apologize to people who. Uh, get stuck in these arguments and fights, but honestly, I I don't, I don't I don't get it. Now they're talking about the Pittsburgh defense. I wanted to see there was a quote on TV. I wanted to see what was going on there, but it's Jim Rutherford talking about how Pittsburgh's kind of sucked lately, and that's agreed they have. But yeah, so uh, I'd I'd be interested to know your thoughts because it, it is a dicey topic and and one of the reasons the channel exists one of the reasons that i've i've spent so much time over the last two and a half years on the channel and talking to you guys is because i want us to have a spot to talk about things where it's not just black or white where there are those shades of gray and we can see both sides and say yeah joseph's hit was uh, was was probably warranting a penalty i think lucic overreacted or um you know, in a different different situation, what Lucic did might have been okay if. And that's that's the conversation I think we need to have more, not just this. That was great. That was awful. It that that drives me nuts. That drives me nuts. And and the other thing that gets me too is that um, there there have been times where I've said, you know, uh, there was there was a hit a couple weeks ago where I said, you know, it's going to be all the same people defending the hit, saying everything's fine, and a couple people got offended that I said that. But again, it's always that same crowd that come in and say, this is fine, there's nothing wrong with it. No matter what the hit is, and I've noticed it's the same usernames, that's that's fine, nothing wrong with it. Every single hit. So, in their mind then, it's a free-for-all and everything is legal. Okay, we're never going to agree on that. Because I think there are gray areas, and I think there are definitely situations where hits are not legal and cross-checks are not cool, and punching a guy in the head might be a bit of an overreaction. So again, difference of opinions, but let me know your thoughts. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, trying to make sure I keep up with the... the having a podcast thing, which is uh, still something I'm getting used to, but hopefully I'm getting better at. So let me know what you guys think. Brian Burke's on right now, so if I don't listen to him, he'll come to my house and beat me up. So i got to go listen to him. But, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.